Welcome to Sassy, Soulful, and Sensitive, the podcast for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive people. I'm your host, Cam Nichols, and I'm here to guide and explore with you how to tune into your intuition, step into your radical self, and find your voice. If you want to ditch the feeling of being a tortured, out-of-place soul in this great big world and learn how to speak up for all of your wants and needs and create a more peaceful, content, and empowered life, all while having more fun, keep listening. Yo, 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 my beautiful people. Hope you are having a fantastic week. So today I want to talk about giving ourselves self-compassion and really recognizing your importance, your own importance. Like you probably recognize that you are a unique individual, but do you really recognize how important you and your uniqueness actually are in the impact of the world and just the existence of those around you. Like it can be so easy to get overwhelmed and go into existential mode. So you may feel like you're lost or trapped without hope of a future and just all kinds of craziness. And when you're in this mindset, it's more difficult to manage your mind and see what you have control over. It's much more difficult to give yourself compassion and Honestly, it becomes almost impossible to see clearly, let alone think positively or think in a way that allows you to create your desired future. But here's the thing. When you own who you are and where you're at, even if it is just owning that things are unclear or existential, like you step into that place of power, that is the driver's seat of your life. So I want to talk about four different ways or ideas, concepts that that can help you kind of get into this clearer state and really help give that ownership of who you are and really, really step into self-compassion. Self-compassion is like one of the most important things I think that we as highly sensitive people, introverts, empaths, that we can learn for ourselves. So I want to ask the question, do you think or view yourself as capable? And do you think about yourself as compassionate? So one of the things, so number one out of four is like just how you think about yourself. What are the thoughts that you think about yourself and capable and compassionate? I think are two of like the amazingly best words that you can choose to think on purpose about yourself. When you think you're capable, you start to believe and feel empowered. And when you feel empowered, you don't doubt that you have control or can figure something out. The things you want truly become inevitable. They're not just a hope or a dream. And when you think that you are compassionate, you feel love and you are able to offer that to yourself when you feel down or sad or lonely or afraid. You are able to remove judgment and tap into your inner knowing 
to know what you need in that specific exact moment, right? So one of the, the ways to help give yourself, be, basically give yourself compassion and step into yourself is observe the way that you think about yourself. The thoughts you think about you absolutely matter. So the second one, I want to talk about strengths and weaknesses. Like how much time do you think about your strengths? Probably not as much time as you spend thinking about your weaknesses. So what if I told you they were the exact same thing? Your strengths and weaknesses are just skills or characteristics approached from different energies. So for example, you are sensitive and aware of other people's emotions. From a more negative energy, it's a weakness because you can become easily overwhelmed and shut down, right? But from a more positive energy, it's a strength because it allows you to easily adjust your communication style to make others feel at ease. Like simplify your weaknesses to the skill or trait that it actually is, and then ask how you can approach those things differently. So you can see it as a strength rather than a weakness. Like most likely, your brain is going to start to list all the evidence of things that you are already naturally doing, and you just haven't recognized it as a strength. And I think this aspect is so important for for us that are highly sensitive, right? Because the world grows up just telling us that we're wrong, that we're wrong, we're too much, we're not enough, we're too sensitive. Big boys don't cry. Bitch, big boys absolutely cry. (laughs) Right? So again, really taking what you think is a weakness, simplifying it to the trait or characteristic or skill and then approaching it from just a different energy a more positive energy and you will see how that weakness is actually your strength so number three kind of fits into this a little bit it's really it's called reframing or rephrasing and this is like a common technique used in psychology and counseling and and all of all of the good things in the wellness industry and so similar to the above, like this is the tool, this is another tool that helps bring back, bring us back to clarity. So this helps you examine things from a different perspective. So empaths and HSPs, we're actually really good at this most of the time, but sometimes we need to bring more intentionality to it, especially when we are in a funk or thinking negatively about ourselves. And one thing I want to know is like, please do not confuse this with toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is dismissing yourself or someone else, their experience, the emotion that they have, and like just pretending to be positive. Like not everything in life is positive. Like you missed missed your plane because of a delay in another flight right? Your connecting flight. You missed it. That sucks. That's annoying. Like, we don't need to be like, look on the bright side. At least this gives you time to rest. 
right? Like, sometimes things suck, and that's totally okay, because that's life, that's human, right? However, reframing can help take the sting out of the wound a little bit. So, for example, you plan to go to the beach and enjoy the sun. I love the beach. Love me some ocean time. But now you look outside and it's raining. And you're disappointed because you were looking forward to the plans, right? You were going to sit in the sun. You are going to splash in the water. Just enjoy the sounds of the ocean. Like, the entire day of go- and the whole purpose of going to the beach was to be fun and relaxing. And so even though it's raining, you can still have a relaxing and fun day, right? It just won't be in the sun and in the water as you planned. So maybe it looks like a indoor movie marathon or binge watching a TV show or reading your favorite book or having a glass of wine and just chatting with your partner. Like, just notice how you can honor the disappointment and still reframe the situation in a positive way, right? But again, this does not fall into toxic positivity, this beach example. Like, you could easily turn it into toxic positivity if you were just be like, oh, well, look on the bright side. Like, even though it's raining, like, we just got to stay home and cuddle up that sounds nice i guess but like i wanted to go to the freaking beach and splash in the water and the sun right you have to acknowledge and accept this emotion or experience for what it is the disappointment is real this is not what i planned and it sucks when you acknowledge it then you can move on and bring in the positive. So this actually segues very nicely into number four is accepting where you are. Like this can be difficult to do, especially when you're dealing with negative emotions. However, we've kind of taken on this idea from society that we are supposed to feel positive emotions And that if we feel any negative emotions, something has gone wrong. This is not the case. And it's actually like thinking like that is actually really harmful. (laughs) If you, if you take that concept and live by it, like having compassion for where you are can sometimes be the exact thing you need to feel less terrible. Like our negative emotions should not be resisted. They should be honored when we resist or try to ignore the negative emotion, like that's when it will become more intense. It will become louder. Like it's like it's a baby throwing a tantrum, right? They saw someone eat a cookie. They want a cookie. Now they're like throwing a tantrum. But the thing is, that was the last cookie, right? So it's like if you explain to them, Help them feel seen and heard and understood of like, yeah, that really sucks. That was the last cookie. I'm so sorry. Like you can't have a, like there isn't another one to give you. Typically the tantrum will calm down, 
right? But again, it's about being heard and seen and understood. Our negative emotions are just like this, right? They will get louder. They will get more intense until you give them the time and the space and the energy to honor them, to see them, to hear them, to understand them and see what messages they have for you. So how does one actually sit with these negative emotions? It's actually pretty simple. So you, you sit with it, you name it, you feel it in your body, and you basically remind yourself it's not permanent or that it's a problem. Like it's not a problem to have a negative emotion. And this can be difficult at first if you are new to feeling and kind of accepting and sitting with negative emotions. So if this is something that is difficult for you and you want some guidance, like head on over to coachwithcam.com. You can download my free guided meditation, feel better in just five minutes. And I will basically guide you through in five minutes how to sit and feel and process that emotion. So basically you can turn down the volume and get on with your life. Because sometimes the negative emotion can just be so intense and overwhelming. So you don't have to go through it alone. Coachwithcam.com, download a guided meditation, and I will totally guide you through it. So just to recap, four ways to give yourself more compassion is really pay attention to the thoughts you have about yourself. Look at your strengths and weaknesses and look at your weaknesses, simplify them to the characteristic, the skill, or the trait, and then look how, when you approach it differently, it turns into a strength. Three is reframing or rephrasing. And then four is just accepting where you're at without resistance, without the need to change, without making it a problem. So... I hope that learning these ideas or these concepts, these tools, like they is a great place to start or even just revisit when things start to become overwhelming or intense. And my hope is that you take what has been offered and you start to apply them in your life and you start to see the difference in the experiences that you have. Like you take these four things, you practice and apply them. I guarantee your life will feel so much better. So much better. No, won't be perfect. No, you won't feel positive 100% of the time because that's not the point. But these four things will help you really take back that control and gain that clarity. And allow yourself that self-compassion that sometimes you, you have to have for yourself. No one else can give it to you. So I hope that these things were helpful. I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, cam at coachwithacam.com. Tell me what you think. Tell me how you're utilizing them. Tell me what you're struggling with with them. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And as always, remember that shining bright gives permission 
for others to shine as well. Take care. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcast, especially if you really liked it. If you didn't like it, though, like don't even worry about it. Also, head on over to coachwithcam.com where I have a guided meditation I'd love to gift you, along with three of my favorite mini trainings. You'll also be able to see what webinars or programs or other offerings I have coming up. And when you're ready to explore the depths of your beautiful soul, I invite you to come work with me one-on-one for six months. This is where you discover and harness the magic that already exists within you, your voice, so you can create whatever the hell it is that you want on your terms. Change how you show up for yourself in this world, then go out and change the world.